Hello and welcome to another episode of the Grafted Marriage Podcast. I am your host, Chris, and with me, as always, is the scrappy... Courtney. Nice to see you. Scrappy? Sure. Mm-hmm. You gotta be scrappy during these days. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, I see you being scrappy. It's good stuff. Hey, before we jump in and get started, I want to encourage you to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. Also, we have created a community online. Um, we've created a Facebook group called the Chasing Truth Facebook group, and you can find that off of our website at grafted.co. What are we going to talk about today? Overcoming obstacles. Overcoming obstacles. So obstacles in our personal lives or obstacles in our marriages. I guess obstacles in your personal life become an obstacle in your marriage. They sure do. (laughs) They sure do. This marriage stuff can be challenging Mm -hmm. because we bring our obstacles with us, don't we? Yeah, and new ones can be created and we can create them out of wanting to protect ourselves sure. or whatever the, the reason is. Yeah. So we've got sort of an anchor verse here, which is John eight thirty six, which says, if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. But often, even though we're like free, we don't act free, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We allow things in the way of us becoming the people that God wants us to be. So I know for me, the obstacle that gets in the way can be selfishness because I can be like super selfish. I want things my way when I want them or whatever, even if I don't mean to be. You're like, hey, come in here. Well, I'm doing something. No, no, come in here. No, I'm doing something. No, no, come in here, right? And even that is just me being selfish and saying, you need to adhere to my timeline and come in here, even though you might be in the other room doing something that's important, you know, to you or whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. And so, like, that's like a little, like a little selfishness. And I can go all the way to big selfishness if we want. Well, I think everything, like, comes back to selfishness, any obstacle, right? For me. Because, no, I'm just saying in general, it's when we want something, we want more than we want what God is calling us to do. And so, I mean, I think God wants us, our marriage to keep growing. He wants us to keep growing all sure. of the time. And so... There's going to be struggle, there's going to be difficulty, and then there's going to be these these boulders, these things we have to blow apart in order to get closer to the Lord, closer to each other. Right. And so I guess everything boils down, like you're saying, out of it boils down to selfishness because it's like I want this thing for you know, for me a lot of times mm. an obstacle. So like, I want to challenge you on that. Can I do that? Yeah. All right. So like, for example, you could have had a rough childhood and your rough childhood could lead to certain things that could become obstacles that aren't necessarily driven by your selfishness, right? But I think, like, okay, so here. So I have a tendency to want to be self-protecting. So okay. I might um, act a certain way or do certain things to push away from you or from people if, if, if I feel in this, that moment I may not be protected. But that's still self-interest. If selfishness means like self-interest, like I want to protect myself or I want what I want, but even in that protection, like you're talking about, that's still, right? I mean, it's still self-inflict. Like it's still me wanting something other than what God is saying. Perhaps. So if we put everything against Christ, it's either God's way, mm-hmm. or we're doing it our we're trying to do it our way, right? Which is and just- our way is that's what will create these problems. But if we do it the way like God has shown us to do it, to love others as more, you know, honor others as more significant than yourself love, you know, love God, love others, that kind of thing, then we're not even in the picture. And right. That. Yeah. We're killing off the flesh, like getting rid of the flesh and then letting the Holy Spirit guide us to something better. But these are hard, like these are hard. So, but I think the obstacle can be anything for anybody. I think generally speaking, it has to be selfishness. Then that, and that comes out in different ways. 
Mm, so the obstacles are born out of selfishness. I Although, think again, so. I still I think mean, that obstacles could be, I'm a, fr- like, self protection is an example. And I don't, I don't know that self protection is exactly selfishness. Uh, I think they're kind of different. Um, because you don't want to, like, if you've been hurt over and over again, you don't want to be hurt again. And so wanting to not be hurt again could be an obstacle. Uh, I guess you could say it's selfish, but, you know, people early on in marriage and early relationships as they're starting to get, they wouldn't, they may not even realize, you know, these things. And I don't know. It doesn't, it seems Yeah, I guess at the point you don't realize it. But then once you know it's there, now you're like, Am I going to choose the way I've been doing sure. it? Once it's realized, I guess, then it's like, now I'm making a choice. Because I, I don't know. I kind of believe as as a non-believer can't really make a choice. They can only choose to sin because we're born into sin and we're sinners. But then as God works on us with the Holy Spirit, it's like, are we going to choose our old way, like the flesh way, or are we going to choose the new way in Christ? And mm-hmm. like, we've been born again. And I hope that sounds biblical. I think I said it right. Um but now that God has revealed these things to us, what are we going to do actively to push aside whatever the obstacle is? And in this time of being home, like we have those moments to be able to reflect on it. And some things might be really easy, you know, to see in someone else and in yourself. Okay, well, I have this obstacle of walking away when it's hard. I, I just want to get out of it. I have the you fight know? or flight mechanism. Yeah. It's so like, like I just get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like, I have to fight that. That's an obstacle in us getting closer. Sure. So over time, we have to fight those things in order for the marriage to progress, in order for us to get closer to Christ and be more Christ-like right. to one another. Yeah, because if you don't realize that that's an issue and that you're doing that, first of all, then the other person, you know, gets frustrated because they don't understand what's going on. And second mm-hmm. of all, it blocks all the communication that you could have, right? Yeah. And then you waste all this time either arguing with yourself or arguing with your spouse mm-hmm. or whatever it is. But I guess like backing up, the first thing you have to do is ask God, where are my obstacles? Mm-hmm. Because like you and I have seen obstacles. We know some of them are there. We've been married a long time, but there's more. You know, there's always going to be something that God wants us to surrender and lay down. We've been talking to our kids a lot about like, it's surrendering is active. It's like this constant moment by moment. I feel the urge to be angry right now, but God says, don't be angry. So in this moment, am I going to surrender myself and go with God? Mm -hmm. Or am I going to like go with myself? And so it's this constant moment by moment thing. Well, and a lot of, I think to your point that a lot of these obstacles are, um, are just, are just that. What you mean? Like, yeah, just like not relenting, not being yeah. willing oh, yeah, to give up sure. whatever it is or to give over whatever it is, you know. Yeah, and, and I don't so then, that, so then it forms a obstacle. I think not doing things so specifically like we've wanted to do throughout the past helps you not helps everyone to let the things trigger, let God trigger in sure. your in you what the thing what is that yeah. it is because again, it may not look like it may be easy to see in someone else their obstacle. And maybe as a marriage, if you guys are at a place where you can communicate really well, you can share, hey, what do you think my obstacle is? Because it's it's easier to see it sure. sometimes in other yep. people until God has revealed it to you. And sometimes he does it through the word, through the Holy Spirit, or through others. And so as long as it's lining up with the word, like we need to push aside these, oh, that verse about lay aside every weight, um, every sin and weight that so easily ensnares and run the race, right? So we can't run the race for Christ and the way that he has called us to if we're held down by these obstacles. Yeah, I would encourage there to be a conversation and 
to be like open to each other, being able to share. Cause you don't want to be in the whole, like, you know, go and ambush your spouse and be like, Hey, I just heard a thing about obstacles. Let me tell you your obstacles. That you have this and this and this yeah. and this and go fix it. Yeah. Cause there's like that whole verse about like before you go <laughs> and remove a speck from your brother's eye, like, Watch yeah. out for that giant yeah, like, two by log. four coming out of your face, right. coming out of your eye. Right. But then um, again, the heart of it, right? Yeah. So if I approach you with and and I'm doing it the wrong way, because I know I've done that just a couple times nah. probably. Come on. Where I'm like, hey, this, this, and this needs to change. That is not going to work. Because then it's like you said, it's like an ambush, like attack. But if I come to you and say, hey, there's something I want to talk to you about it. Can we pray about it first? It's really hard for me to talk about this with you, but I really want you to see that I think this is an issue. And then now there's conversation. Like there's, I think this could be an issue. What do you think? We had this happen the other day where you had said something to me and I was like, I already know that. That's why I'm working on it. But you were kind of trying to label it something else that I, I was like, no, no, no. I don't want this label over me. I'm a child of God. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want like a label on right. me because I deal with anxiety, but I don't want to be called someone who has anxiety or a thing, you know, like this word Mm -hmm. or these acronyms or whatever we use. And I don't think that that's healthy. We can just say, I struggle with this sin, right? And then now I need help to come to walk through it. But not everything in my life comes out of that. Mm -hmm. And so you had said something about like some kind of label thing. And I was like, I don't want to be labeled that way. I, I see what you're saying. And that's true. It's accurate that that's been an issue. I'm working on it this way and this way. Mm -hmm. And then you were like, yeah, I see that, you know, you're working Mm -hmm. on it. So that was like a better conversation. But if we come at each other with, you have this problem. Yeah, good luck Mm -hmm. with that. That's really going to go over well because we are not to be each other's Holy Spirit and to be God to one another. We have one Lord and Savior, Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. But if we come at it in our hearts, we pray ahead of time. We go, Lord, give me a soft heart towards my spouse so that I'm there to help encourage them to are better than one. When one falls, you can lift right. The other one lifts. So I want to help you lift out of that sin, mm-hmm. not like talk over you and be like, you are doing this wrong. Mm-hmm. That's the heart really matters. Cause mm-hmm. you can see the tenderness in someone's eyes when they're like, Hey, I have something to discuss with you and it's not going to be real easy, but I think it's going to be beneficial mm-hmm. to you and to our marriage. Yeah. That will, that will go over a lot better out of love mm-hmm. than out of, ha, huh, I'm about to fix you. Well, yep. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we can't it, even fix ourselves. That's right. So it's it's ask God what your obstacles are, because he'll he'll tell you. And if uh, you're still struggling, you can probably ask the people around you to help you identify where your obstacles are. Yeah, and pray uh, about that ahead of time too, because <laughs> it's not always easy to hear. Well, and it leads it leads nicely to the second point, which is be willing to surrender uh, pretty much anything that's not Jesus, right? Um, so be open to surrendering. Mm-hmm. And then, and then what? Then, then pray then it through. It. Work it out do and it. pray in it the through. moment. Do yeah. it. Like, don't like Courtney. Like you were saying with our kids, it's like you know. I we hear a lot of oh, I'm trying to do X or I'm trying to do Y, and it's like you know the 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 theologian Yoda once said, <laughs> like don't try, do right. It's like a matter of making a decision in the moment. In the moment that you're yeah. going to actually execute on it like in the moment right away as soon as you realize that the obstacle's there and not punting and saying, oh, I'll try or, oh, I'll, you know, later or whatever. It's like you got you to gotta be on it. Because once you are on it 
and you're on it consistently, then it, then it be, ceases to be an obstacle anymore. Yeah, and I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. Like when someone's trying to change something, especially something bigger that's been there a long time. We need to be gracious and patient with one another. I mean, God talks about that. Love is patient. Love is kind. You know, not keeping a record of wrongs. So once the person has admitted it, and there's you know working towards um, redemption through you know through that struggle and through that obstacle, then we really need to be patient and gracious with one another. And if it comes up again, don't go oh you did it again, you know, but maybe instead it's like, Hey, that's kind of what I was talking about. Do you, are you kind of seeing right. what I mean now? And then maybe that brings, cause why are we in a marriage in, in competition? I see that a lot where mm. couples are like competing with each other. Like I have my things I'm bringing to this marriage as a woman. You have pieces you're bringing to this marriage as a man. God has created it that way. So we both have strengths and we both have weaknesses and, this is hard stuff. This is not something that's like, snap to it, easy to do. But I think it really is important because mm-hmm. it brings you to a different place with Christ. It brings you to a different place in your marriage. And it, I think it brings a desire for more longevity in mm-hmm. your marriage. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and so don't give up on one another when we <laughs> fall and yeah. fail. Because I've, I've been working on certain things and I'm still, you know, having moments where I'm like, oh, I did it again. Dang it. Like Every I have to go ask forgiveness day, again. I have to do that. Yeah. And then we war with our flesh. And I think as we're working through an obstacle, there can be some times where we're really angry inside because it's like this, it's like this push and pull of like, I got to get rid of this and I know it's the right thing to do, but it's really hard. And I've held this a really long time mm-hmm. and I feel like it's part of my identity, but God says my identity is in Christ. And so if we can really cover ourselves in my identity is in Christ. I'm a child of God. That's the number one thing about me. Yep. Okay. So everything else, like you said, is subject to change. Like if God says you need to change this piece or that piece. And I had a lady speaking one time when we did this women's ministry and she said that, you know, we put our identity in all these different things. And one of the ones that she said was being a mom. Well, her son had cancer and almost passed away. And, and, all she, and she could think of like during that was like, she had identified herself so much as a mom, she needed to learn to be there for her son. You know, not about her, about but about him. Mm-hmm. And it was like, as we as we make our identity certain things, like we sort of contrive these lifestyles that come out of that. And God doesn't want you to be CEO first or to be, you know, this person or a salon or, or like whatever the thing is that you do. That shouldn't be first because that might change over time. And God might have super awesome and amazing things to do in your life, but you're so fixated on this is my identity. This is the only thing I do. And that's not good because that means that God, you're not allowing God to come in there and work until the soil of your life and to grow new things out of you. Yeah. Like the gardening thing. I like that gardening thing. We've been, we've been doing a little gardening. Yeah, yeah. Trying. So anyway, I hope that all made sense. This sure. is kind of a big thing to try to cram into, into a, a few minutes. Thing. Yeah. But I gotcha. It's good though. So ask God what your obstacles are. He'll tell you. Uh, he'll tell you. You know. <laughs> a lot of times, you know. You just need the Holy Spirit to kind of. Yeah. Get, where am I sin? Where's my? Yeah. yeah where where are the, the hindrances? Hindering. Yeah. Exactly. And then be willing to surrender those things, all things. Um, and and then the third thing is like be willing to do it in the moment. Like as soon as you catch yourself, as soon as you find yourself, you know, facing that obstacle, like. Take the take the steps you need to take to blow it away. Yeah, right away. And be patient. That's right. Also with yep. each other. Yep. 
Awesome. Well, would you like to pray for us, please? Yeah. And, and this is like an ongoing thing for all of us. Sure. Like we're going to be working on this till the day till Jesus the takes day us home. we go. So Father God, I'm just so grateful that you desire to work through man and we don't deserve all that you've given us, but we receive it with open hearts and open lives um, to you. We want to surrender our um, our lives to you and our obstacles and our sins to you so that you can help put us back together, that you are a God of redemption, that you are in the sanctification process. After we are saved, you are sanctifying us all the way to the end until we get to run to your open arms and be home for all eternity. And so I pray, Lord, right now that every marriage, first every marriage in the world, Lord, I just want a big prayer, that people would come to a place and get on their knees, Lord, and, and just say that you are everything, that you are the only thing that matters. And then out of that, we would build lives and build homes and build cities and communities that are based on that. And I pray, Lord God, that every marriage listening to this, that um, we would all work together and, and also work in our marriages and then work together to be Come the people that you've wanted us to be. You want your church united in you, Lord Jesus. And so these are biblical principles. Um, removing sin is, is, a, is a process. You, were, you, you died to forgive us all of our sins, and now we're living out of this new nature. And I just pray, Lord Jesus, that you would show us how to live our born-again lives. And I thank you for all the marriages. I pray that you would bless them, that you would encourage us, that you would show us where our obstacles are, Lord, and gently and mercifully and with grace direct us through them and out of them so that we could become the people that you intended us to be. And we thank you again for everything you've done for us and everything you've given us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And happy birthday, Chris, tomorrow. Oh, ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you joining with us on the... On the... I threw you off. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Stay with us as we keep chasing, chasing truth. truth. <laughs> See ya.